All right, we're live. Okay, so the technical difficulties are because Bobby forgot that she wasn't an engineer. So she touched some buttons that she shouldn't have, and we went off air. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Fred, the miracle worker, um, <laughs> has gotten us back on here. And um, let me tell you something. People always say, what well, a devil, be but this time he is busy. He's trying, he's, he's being very distractive with, um, with things um, that we can't control and we're trying to control them. Oh, he, he's just very distractive at this, at this, um, at this point. And it's, it's just not, um, it's just not cute. Let's just, let's just put it that way. Let's just say it's not cute. Not at all. Okay. So, um, Hopefully I, I can do this without crunching any ice. I got a big old cup of ice. They know my name in the Sunoco because I come get ice in the morning and at night. <laughs> um, and because it's the only thing that um, um, all the other stuff away. So um, if you have gone, please come back. <laughs> um, we, we're going to um, we're going to get through this show and we're going to do it with. Um, Hi, Stan. How you doing? Um, we're going to do it with integrity and we're going to do it with class and having my mama glasses on makes me feel like I feel like make me feel smarter. So that's what we're going to do um, when I can't see. Um, but we're <laughs> going to keep doing this show because I think that um, when things go that wrong and that bad, there's obviously a message for somebody and they need that. And so we're going to give them what they need, despite the technical difficulties, despite all of the other stuff, um, despite all of what's going on in our lives. God is still good. He still sits on the throne and he makes the best decisions for us than any any other entity can make. So let's remember that. OK, um, I'm trying. I got to put my glass on. Sorry about that. Y'all technical. Yeah. So just technical difficulties. We're back. I appreciate y'all coming back. I stand. I, I, you already know how I feel about you, sir. Thank you um, for, for, for joining us tonight. But this is a discussion that I want everybody to join in um, on um, in the comments. Please join in. So we were talking about worth last week and um, how it had become monetized and how worth had become this thing that um, that monetarily or uh, tangibly you had to have before you were able to become to get in a relationship with certain people and you had to if you wanted to be in a relationship with somebody who supposedly knew their worth you would have had to already have your own car already have a house already have good credit already have 2.3 dogs and a fence and you would have to already have been perfect your teeth had to be fixed your eyes couldn't be crossed you you, you just had to be perfect already but this is the question that came to me today when I was thinking about the show. So if, what if, this is the question I want, I want, I want you to answer. I want you to think about it. And, and, and in two minutes, I want you to put it in the comments. This is the question. What if the person that you're supposed to be with is supposed, is the, is the thing that gets you to where you're supposed to be? What if you are supposed to be a millionaire, but becoming a millionaire involves you and the other half of you, the other whole half of you? You understand what I'm saying? Am I saying that right? 
is is, is the question understandable? What if your uh, uh, um, uh, path into millionairehood and stability depends on how you and that other person travel, take the two words, the two roads that you were traveling and you put it together as one and then y'all travel that road together. What if you are the one that teaches the other person how to do their money? What if they're the ones that are going to teach you how to run a business? What if you throw that person away because they live with their mama or she got too many children? And so now you're wondering why I can't get over the hump. Is it because you know your worth and because you've decided that you want to be a table? <laughs> this, that's my question. Back to that wait, analogy. Wait a minute. You got to help me with the comments, Fred, because I can't keep these glasses on. So so that's my question. So give it in, in two minutes. Right now we're at 504. It's going to be five minutes in just a second. And what is that? Five minutes at five at five minutes and 15 seconds. Um, no, no, no. I mean, um, at seven minutes, I'm going to I want you to put your answer in the comments because I'm going to give you a chance to think about it. Because what if the what if what's holding you in this holding pattern? Yeah, you made money. You know, you, you got a hundred thousand on you, but, but there's greater because the Bible says that God will give you exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask, which, or think, which means that every time you think of something, God has thought a thousand times better of that than you. Do you feel me? You know how powerful that is? In other words, your mind, human mind, can't even fathom the, the, the depths and the, the heights that God can take you. And so what if part of that elevation is you forgetting about yourself and, 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 and being worth something to another person so that you and that other person can get to where God wants you as an individual and you as 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 your mate as your soulmate to be in in a certain place and you can't get there without them and you've decided that he can't be the right one because he puts his transportation on the front of the bus and then get on the bus to go to work or she um has been in relationships where children were produced and she can't be the one because you have decided that you want a woman without children. And so where does that leave uh, the scripture that we talked about last week, where it says, God said that no man should be alone. Am I, am I, am I being too, am I trying to be too deep? No. That's I'm, my question. Because I actually, you, I actually posted a question in the, um, right. in the, in the comments. Right. So you, 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 you're saying that you're alone and you're happy. It, I feel great because I'm alone. I feel great because I know my worth. But then when you look around you, your circle is so small. Listen, listen, listen. They have pictures in museums and, 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 and the, the, the jewel, the crown jewels of, of England and, and, and diamonds and all of these things. And, and, they have them closed off, but when they open the museums up, 
people rush in to go see these things. You understand? When, when something is valuable, people want to see it. People want to be around it. When they talk about being a millionaire and, and, and all of that, they tell you, change your company. Change the people you hang around. You want to be a millionaire? Then you hang around people with money. You want to have great ideas? Then you hang around people who have great ideas. How in the hell can you justify being alone and saying, I'm only going to take care of me and mine when you are only with people who only think in that small box that you think of? Do you understand that when you say things like that, that you forget that in order to be something different, you have to change what you're doing? Because obviously what you're doing is not working. That's right. So reconcile what you say in a TikTok video with how you have to manage your real life, sis. Or bruh, figure out which one of these things you're going to do. Are you going to have a circle that's so small that all you can do is put a piece of thread through it like a Cheerio? Are you going to have a circle that's wide enough to let people come in who are going to help you get to where you want to get to, including a companion? Because you've cut off everybody else because you say you worth so much. Can't nobody be in your presence. But even the, the queen and all her people look at the crown jewels every now and then. The Smithsonian is stocked all the time with people looking at valuable things. Things of value are not things that necessarily have to be isolated. So let me let me make this clear. This just came to me. They don't have to be isolated, but they do have to be protected because they are valuable. Do you understand the difference? You have to be protected because you're valuable. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be isolated and, um, and, and, and on your own island. You, you, you. Let me take a breath. Let me take a breath. What if your path to happiness, stability? Okay, thank you. Because, yeah. Um, oh, you're putting it in there. Thank you. Because I want to make sure, because a lot of this stuff that I'm saying right now, I promise you, is just coming because I've just, I spent some time with, I just spent some time with God today. Um, and um, let me give you a side note. So I went to go get something to eat and a lady and her kids were sitting across from me and I'm eating and I, my bills are paid the little bit I have, <laughs> but I paid my bills and whatever. And I got my, got my job enough to eat. And, and um, God says, God tells me what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go into it, but God tells me what I got to do. And I'm thinking, Jesus, I got to go to work the rest of the day. So I, get, I put my mask on. I get up and I go sit by her. And I asked her, can I sit down? And she says, yes. Beautiful boys. Beautiful young lady. I sit beside her and I put my hand on her back and I said, I don't know who you believe in. I don't know if you believe in Buddha, Confucius, God. I don't know who you believe in. She said, I believe in God. I said, oh, good, because I'm about to tell you what God just told me to tell you. And I told her what God told me to tell her. And after the, the first sentence, she crying. And the kids are over there smiling. These little boys. And they're saying, don't cry, mommy. 
And, and she said, and I'm telling them, you know, mommy crying happy tears. She said, these are happy tears. And I'm telling her what God tell me to tell her. And then I tell her what God, else God tells me to do. And she goes, no, 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 no. I said, you can't tell me no, because I've already told the waitress. And this is why when you close yourself off to, um, I don't know if, I, I can't say I don't know. This is what I know about this young lady from, from sitting next to her and just getting uh, and feeling off of what she was what she was pushing out because the sadness on her face through the smile she was trying to give her children, she was going through something. And whatever circle that she had put around herself had disappointed her. And this is why, though you may have this tight-knit circle, you better make enough room for somebody to help you. You better make enough room or you better put a door or a window or something on it for somebody to give you what you need. You can be valuable, but you, but you don't have to isolate yourself. You can be valuable with no isolation, but you can be valued and be well-protected. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You can have all the you can have all the love and humility. And we talked about humility and love and compassion and and um, some other and, and, and all the other stuff we talked about last week. Um, patience and kindness and all of that. But if you only leave those things within that small tiny circle of space that you that you have created and you don't go out into the highway and hedges and spread those things around you are doing a disservice to not only yourself you are doing a disservice to the gifts that God has put in your heart and i feel sorry for you because when you do a disservice to the gifts that you have you close yourself off from blessings you want your blessings to overtake you. And you want your blessings to find you. Then bust the bubble that you're in. Because I promise you that little bubble that you have that you said that's all yours. It ain't clear. It's just as foggy and nobody can't see in it. Because you ain't trying to see out of it. You, and please somebody tell me if, I, if I'm making sense. Am, am I making sense? Because 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 I understand protecting your heart. I understand because I've been there. I understand protecting your heart. I understand protecting your peace. I understand protecting your 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 sanity. I get it. I get it. But in protecting those things and isolating them, you're keeping them from also growing and being um, nurtured by somebody who can nurture that thing. Somebody can nurture you, nurture your heart back to, to, to beating a, a better rhythm. You get it? Somebody can, can nurture your peace into being a, a, a peace that surpasses all understanding. I know that that's what God gives us, but, 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 I promise you, he's not, he not about to come down here on no swing, low, sweet chariot and do the things that you need him to do. That's what other people are for. That's why it's not good for man to be alone. 
And when you keep saying that you are you want to be alone and you feel great, you are biblically wrong. You're biblically wrong. Because God said that no man that he that no man should be alone. You can want to be alone all you want to, but you're biblically wrong. And that's it. You can argue about it and you can say what you want to say and you can read it in 16 different languages and in 13 different interpretations. But you are biblically wrong because you are not meant to go through this world alone. You are meant to be with someone and be fruitful and multiply. Because the only way to keep a species alive is to make other ones that look like you. That is biblical. We're not, we're not gonna get into the the the, the discussion of of of, um, of homosexuals and all that. I'm not doing that because I don't play them kind of games. I'm telling you biblically, in order to keep a species alive, you have to be able to multiply with your partner. And that's that. The only way that germs and viruses multiply, you know what they do? <laughs> They split and they multiply. That's biological. Yeah. So not only is it biologically right, it is biblically right. And so you keep talking about, I, I love being alone. I've been alone all this time. And this you alone, ma'am or sir, because nobody can, nobody likes you. Because you're self-righteous and you're arrogant. And well, ain't nobody out there. All men are dogs. Honey, you better go get you a leash and ask God to train you one, sis. But even all the all men are dogs, and that's so that's that exactly that's a why that's a very wide stereotype. It a, listen, it is a it is a cop-out. It is a cop-out that women use who are alone, who act who can't get no man. All men are dogs, men are intimidated by me. This that listen, stop it. Hold on. Well, first, first of all, what they intimidated by? I don't. Let's stop it. What they intimidated by? Is it your looks? It. Is it your individuality? Is it your independence? Is it your pocketbook? What? What are you? What are they intimidated by? You have to. One of the things that we talked about last week was humility. Yes. The yes. worst thing that you can do is to tell people how humble you are because your humility is not measured by you. Your humility is measured by the people that you've humbled yourself to and they know that you're humble. Yeah, that's true. It ain't the same thing as asking somebody, is, does this dress make my ass look fat? You feel me? That's the question. Because you can say it, that it don't make your ass look fat, and they can say it don't make your ass look fat, but we know that three of the disciples and Mary Magdalene know that dress make your ass look fat. It's not the oh same as God. that. Humility is this. Have you, do you have the ability to humble yourself before God and others in order to get in order to 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 um, elevate yourself, because being humble is not a is not a, something that makes you low. Being humble is something that elevates you to another plane. 
and it takes work to be humble. Yeah. But you don't gauge your level of humbleness. It's the people that are around you that gauge that. You can gauge how fat your ass in that dress, but you're not about to sit here and tell everybody how humble you are. You're not about to sit here and tell people how much patience you got when they know very well that they didn't hit that when they call you every morning, they can hear you screaming at Junior if he don't get his behind out the bed into the school bus that you're going to kick his behind and you don't like him no way because he looked like his daddy. Hold on, hold on one sec, one sec, because I, I think I got, we got somebody who, so Kai Rodriguez said, I don't agree with that. People, everyone who is alone isn't arrogant, isn't an arrogant person. Some people may have many people who love them and love to be around them, but finding that that person to love you in that way isn't always easy. Okay, so this, this okay. Let, let, me, let, me, let's, let me clarify what I'm saying when I'm talking about arrogance. Because I'm not saying that everybody that is alone is arrogant. I'm not saying that everybody alone that that's alone does not have humility. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm taught what the people that I'm addressing are the people that find it um, find that they have to go on Facebook and Instagram on a daily basis to let everybody know how great being alone is. That those are the people that I'm addressing. I'm addressing I'm addressing the people that um, um, have to brag about everything they have, including being alone. Because it it, it seems to be um, how do you say I, I don't know how to say your name and I really don't want to mess it up, Rodriguez. It seems to me, um, Rodriguez, that um, being alone and being and knowing your worth has become synonymous. So this is my question to you, Mr. Rodriguez. Mrs. Why, why does, why does I feel great being alone is also in the same sentence as I, I feel great being alone because I know my worth. And then when you, when you think about knowing your worth, how do you know what you're worth? If you don't, if you're not sharing, um, that worth with uh, another person. I understand you're sharing it with your family and your friends and all of that, but we're talking about intimacy. At, at the end of the day, we're talking about intimacy. We're talking about having somebody in your life that finds you so worthy that they want to spend time with you. But I'm looking at my timeline on Facebook and tick and, and TikTok and, and um, Instagram and it's full of people who have um, who have uh, made it made being alone synonymous with what they're worth because it's been monetized. And my worth is I can I can buy my own stuff. I can make my own money. I don't need him to do any of that. And so when I when I meet somebody, he has to have a car. He has to have a house. His credit has to be right. I'm not going I'm basically I'm not going to struggle or have. Uh, any issues with him? I'm gonna walk into the fairy tale and bam, I'm already a queen. I ain't gotta go through uh, no nothing because he done already fixed it. That's what I'm talking about. What? It's an impossible dream, Rodriguez. And people put these things on 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 on, on whatever. And then let's not even start with the table, Mister. Don't let's not even start with the table, Rodriguez, because now women are the table. 
Now, now not only are are, are we, we we know our worth and, and, and all of that and, and what you bring into the table, sir, I don't want you to bring that to the table because I am the table. So you telling him he can just sit down and eat on you, leave his mess, put his feet up under there and then leave when he get ready, when he get finished eating. Because that's what a table is. And I'm not trying to be deep. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. You saying that you're a table. The definition, that's what a table is. It is something people sit under, eat, and then leave. And they may clean it up and they may not. There's gum under it, your feet under it, food under it. So that's what I'm talking about. I'm not calling, I'm not saying that everyone that's alone is um. Because I think that when widows are alone, that to me, that's different. Because when my, when my dad died, there was no one else for my mama. That was the love of her life. She was done. So there, there are, there are uh, differences in what I'm talking about. You, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get people to understand is your worth is not monetary. And to put money to your to put to monetize and put um tangible things and attach it to you as your worth is arrogance to me because now you telling me that not only are you the table you everything that's on it and you so valuable that nobody can't eat none of it nobody can't sit to that table nobody can't approach that table because your worth is so great, nobody wants to be there. But your worth should be so great that you should have somebody trying to get into your DMs and knock at your door and ask you out because they see the worth in you. How? By your works. By how you treat other people. By your, what, what are the words we used last week, Fred? By your love, by your patience, by your humility, by your, um, your, your, um, your self-awareness, all of that. That's where your yeah. worth come from. Exactly. Not by the fact, not the fact that you can wear red bottoms, not the fact that you a damn Ikea table, but because you know how to treat your neighbors, you know how to treat your children, you know how to treat your mom and dad, you know how to treat people. So if you know how to do that, all those things I just said, why are you alone? And why is it so hard for you to find a person just like you? Why is that so hard? Because I, I think a lot of times, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I think a lot of times people get these lists of you in high school, you got boys and men on one wall and, and, and new edition on the other and Rob and Bobby Mike and Ricky and all them, you're going to marry one of them because you got a list. He got to look like Michael. He got to dance like Bob. You get all this. And we never get rid of the high school list. And, 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 and your list doesn't grow with your maturity is what I'm trying to say. And so now we got this list of what we need in this man. And every time we meet somebody, we checking it off. And he missed one check and now he ain't good enough for you. Instead of you seeing if you can work on 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 um on either seeing if that's in him nobody telling you to marry everybody nobody telling you to sleep with nobody telling you to get to know somebody and i promise you you're not gonna get to know nobody with three with, with three texts a naked picture and and, and, a, and a coupon for burger king 
And now yeah. you love. This such a this such a microwave world that nobody wants to put in the work. And I promise you, if you put in the work, you'll meet the person that you're going to meet. They are not going to be perfect. I, they're not going to be perfect. You, 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 you're not going to find somebody with, with a perfect credit score that can dress just the way you want them to dress, that look exactly the way you want them to look, that got the, the, the you're not going to find that. And for people to put, put it out there on Facebook like that, like that is a, a, a acceptable thing is ridiculous. Um, just said I, I got to put my glasses on. Lists are necessary and will be revised as you may. You, man, Donald Coleman, you better listen. Preach in here today. We may not have no ushers and the deacon sleeping, but you preach just now. I ain't sleep. Exactly right. Your expectations of who you want to be with should mature as you grow. If they do not change, then you need to check your mature card because you missing some stamps on it. But most of us don't mature and we are, and we, and they still, you still go for the same thing that you went for in your, in your early twenties or in your yeah. late thirties. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think maturity comes with age and it doesn't nope. maturity nope. comes with experience. If it didn't work out with Jack, then move on to John. But this is my thing. Nobody telling you that to get to know a person, you got to sleep with them because you don't. No. The best no, way to start them. off as friends, you got to start off uh, as friends. You got to start off just talking about the most dumb things, because I think that people who start off talking about the see this man, I, I think I did this on another show. We have these questions in our minds of what we're going to ask the person. Y'all, y'all, well, y'all ain't going to let me get to this, are you? I'm going to throw this away again. Whatever. <laughs> Listen. We have these questions and they're always the same question in our minds of what, you know, how we get to know a person and we never change the question. We might as well still be saying, do you like me? Yes or no. Check the box because we don't change now. <laughs> so you, this is your, this is you somebody. Okay. So what's your name? How you doing? Um, how old are you? You got any kids? Where you from? What's your sign? You know, um, do you have siblings? Do you maybe ask about their mom and dad or whatever. And then you get to that. And after you finish your list, the phone, the phone, or you looking at the person dumb because you ran out. A lot of those questions don't have to be asked if you have a conversation and you're just and you're not uh, interrogating the person. You understand what I'm saying? So a conversation is different. A conversation is you you. We go out to dinner, you know, how you doing, whatever, whatever. So now we're going to talk about the food or we'll talk about what we have on or we'll talk about the weather or we'll talk about whatever. And other, and then maybe you talk about the weather and you go, oh, so you like cold weather? And then you go, that's a whole nother conversation. Then you finish talking about that. He said, well, I don't like cold weather. And then that's a whole nother other conversation. He said, well, I grew up in the such. Now that same question that you asked and that bullet fire that you just did, he answering it now. He telling you how he grew up. Do you see how that works? So you didn't get all 10 of your questions answered before the appetizer came. 
So now you got five hours. Y'all been talking all night long because y'all had a real genuine conversation and he didn't feel like he had hot lights on and he was in a police interrogation room. It, you, you, you have to draw people to you. And the only way that you're going to draw people to you is you have to put out. You, I don't go fishing, but I've watched fishing on TV. They pull, they throw it out. They'll pull a little bit in and they'll pull it back out. They'll pull a little. That's how you got to pull. That's how you got to pull people in. Not just men, but females too. We talk. We need to know. Men, you got to, man, women are like that. Like you catching a goldfish with women. Men, man, that's a snapper. You feel me? You gonna that's a snapper, and you gonna work that line, honey, to get him to say, or to get him to to, to to trust you, because, and I'm gonna say this, and I and a lot of women may not agree with me, and that's fine, but I promise you that a man, most men are very open to conversations, but I promise you, seven out of ten men have been or met a woman or their mama is like this. They tell them something, and as soon as the woman get mad at them, she dogging with it. Facts. Seven out of ten. That's I'm, facts. I'm telling. Listen, I'm a truck driver. I used to sit and I used to talk to men um, in the while we eating dinner at the truck stops, or, or we'd be talking, standing outside the truck, and I and I loved asking these questions. Seven out of ten men have been with a woman who they have told the most intimate and private things. And soon as that, and I'll say little girl because she's a little girl because little girls do that. And as soon as she get mad at him, she throw it back in his face and try to punk him. Now, women, you can disagree all you want to. But I'm telling you what I've learned by speaking to to real to men, men. And they've dealt with these little girls because they was and they'll, they'll admit it too. they've admitted it because they wanted the big button to smile. And 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 what they got was the big button smile and a mouth that ran like water because you couldn't cut it off because she didn't know that she was making it hard for the next woman because she bruised him so bad. And now he bruised and, and we don't see the bruise. And now we're trying to figure out why he don't never talk to me. But if you have a conversation with him that is real and in that conversation, you show kindness, you show patience, you show humility, you show love. You sh Man, do you understand what you could do for this man? And do you understand once you get him to do that for you, the love he'll have for you, the way he'll reciprocate that is that he will take care of you like no other. You wouldn't have to worry about on payday him not coming home. You ain't got to worry about asking for nothing. There's a lot of women that I talk to now too. They will. It's I don't. Well, I'm not talking to him right now, and I'm not gonna say nothing right now. And uh, this, I'm quiet. You know, he know what it is. And uh, but then on um, payday, you wondering why you can't get what you want to get because you 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 done you done um you done you trying to knock the king out the man. You trying to treat him like the Prince of Bel Air, and this man trying to be Mufasa. But the funny, but the funny part about that is, is that, and I'm not gonna say all women because all women, because yeah. all because, because all women ain't like that, right? So we can, so we can, so I'm, so I'm, so I'm not gonna categorize. What? 
there are some women that do that, and then and then they yeah. wonder, like you said, they wonder why they get why they why they why certain things don't go the way that they want to, or certain outcomes that they're looking for don't happen, and then they wonder why they get why the person that they're with shuts down and don't want to talk, don't want to say nothing, don't want to talk to nobody, don't want to talk to you. Right. I mean, honestly speaking, it's like because like because for me as a man. And I can speak, and I can only speak for myself because everybody else's situation is different. Mm-hmm. The minute you throw, the minute someone throws something, the minute you throw something at me in my past, we're not talking. I'm gonna shut down because because if yeah. you're gonna continue, because if someone's gonna continue to hammer we hammer me with that all the time, just just beat that same old that beat that same old nail with that same old hammer. Yeah, I'm gonna shut down because yeah, at that point it's. It's not worth having a conversation if it's gonna be, if it's always gonna, if it's always gonna steer negatively. But don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. There are men out there that do that. There are yeah. men also out there that a woman can tell the most intimate um, things about them, and there are men that will. Um, and mostly, the men that are like that are mostly narcissistic. Um, right. Men will, men will. Um, they may not throw it back up in your face, but what they will do, um, because men are different than women, is that they will manipulate um, themselves uh, um, in your life to make you feel like um, that, um, that whatever happened to you was your fault, and right. that they're the only ones that understand how to how to handle you. And one of the things that I hate a man to say is, oh, I know how to handle her. First of all, boo-boo, I am not a doorknob or a handle to a suitcase. I am not to be handled, period. What you you really mean to say, bruh or sis, is that you know how to treat me in a way that, that, that makes me feel safe. Because all women really want. Now we can talk about money and houses and cars and them two pointed headed cheering that freaking ugly dog. Safety and protection. That you preach, Fred. That's all we want. It, it, there, there are no other words. We want to be secure and safe. We want to know that if something pop off. And I'm not talking about just physically pop off. I'm talking about if something pop off, like the light bill do, and we we short, or or or, or if if the landlord is is knocking on the door because we ain't had because I didn't have the if something pop off, you man enough to go out and make sure that it gets done without without coming at me and saying if you did such and such, we wouldn't be in this problem. Because everything, everything is always double-edged. So you can't, because that's what the Bible say. You can't swing the sword one way and not swing it back the other way to get back to where you, you can't do it. And so this is where uh, being, this is where being a couple works. Because maybe the first two or three years, you can't get your hands locked like this. But as time goes on, he knows where you're weak and she knows where you're weak. And now nobody weak because we done held each other up on those weak things so long that well, now we so strong can't nothing break that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But in order for you to do that, you got to get past the fact that he like wearing Hawaiian shirts and you don't like Hawaiian shirts. You got to get past <laughs> the fact 
that he puts his transportation on the front of the bus and then he gets on the bus. How you know he didn't give the baby mama the car so his kids could get this? You have no idea because you didn't ask. All you see is the man riding the bus. You, you have no idea why she got them churned. Them may not be hers. Maybe the baby daddy locked up or in jail or, or died. How you going to know? You know what you, you're not going to find out because the first thing on your list is, I ain't messing with nobody with no car. I ain't messing with nobody with no children. You ain't even get down the rest of the list. Is she smart? Do she know how to manage money? Do she know how to stand behind? You know, if I got an idea, is she going to back me up even though she might think the idea is stupid? Will she back me up? We're not telling you to walk off a cliff because the man walk off a cliff. Exactly. Walk to the edge of the cliff with him. And as soon as you see him about to step off, you grab him by a shirt and say, bruh, nope. as far as we can take it, I love you. Come on in the room. Let me do that thing I do you for your birthday. And let's come up with another idea. We'll talk yeah. about this tomorrow. But it but it goes, it goes on both ways, though. You know, it's and it Always. really for me, the word, the, the word that I'm the word that fits perfectly in this situation is pivot. Are right. you gonna be are you are you as a man or a woman, are you gonna be able to pivot when some when things kind of go when things go south. So I mean, are you gonna be able to pivot? Like if one if one of you if one of you loses a job, are you gonna be able to pivot if one of you one or the other gets sick? Are right. you gonna be able to pivot if something very something traumatic, something really traumatic happens, like maybe the loss of a of a very close loved one, like a father or a mother or or a child, even are you gonna be able to pivot? And this is what we talked about last week. When if you are not able to pivot, that shows your worth. And when I tell you this, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you can't pivot when somebody it's somebody that you're in a relationship with is going through the worst times of their life, you ain't mm, you ain't crap. I held I, I, I didn't I didn't say it stand. I held on to it stand. I I I held it stand because you ain't worth nothing. If you can't pivot and 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 um and readjust your life to care for the person that is going through the worst part, the worst part of because losing a parent ain't is, is one of the worst things that can happen. That and a child. Yep. And if you don't, if you want to talk about being worth something, show your worth by showing the compassion, the the love, the patience, the humility, the self-free. First the Show those things, and then we'll talk about how much you're worth. Because if you can't do it, you ain't worth the red bottoms your crusty feet in right now. And the one thing I, I always, I've always been trying to say, and I keep, and I will keep saying it until God calls me home. A lot of us, especially black folks, we don't understand mm -hmm. the concept of equivalent exchange. Now. The reason I said it, it took me watching an anime series to understand the, the, the actual concept and to realize what it really means. Right. So if, if, in order to get in order for you to obtain something, you have to you have to give you have to give up something of equal or great equal value. So if I mean, OK, so if if you if you want to if you want to have. So I, and I put it like this. So if you want to have so if you're if you're a woman, you want to have all the things that you say that you want. In a man, you're gonna have to give up. You're gonna have to give up a few things. You want a guy to do, be able to take care of you, and you want a guy to do all these other things. Well, let's see. Are you willing to 
Number one, listen, be be out, and I'm and, and I'm saying I'll, I'll say subservient, but I don't mean subservient in a in a master slave relationship. I mean in a husband wife or husband uh, husband wife relationship. Are you willing to be that wife and or that person and be subservient? Are you willing to be to put the tape to put certain parts, certain aspects of submissive? You? Submissive is the yeah. word. Submissive, yeah, submissive is a better word. Submissive. Oh yes. God. Are you willing to be? Are you willing to submit or be submissive? Exactly. Are you, yeah. Are you willing to put certain things aside for the good of your for the good of the relationship and not for and not for the bet not for the betterment of yourself? Now, of course, most people think towards the betterment of self first, and honestly speaking. In some instances, that is true, but in the instance of trying to come together to be that one, to be that one whole, now there's some things you have to. It's it's give and take, it's push and pull, it's ebb and flow. You have to be able to kind of roll with that in order to get to. If you want to get somewhere, you want to get to a certain place. You and him, you and him, or you and her. There's some things that have to be. You there's some things you guys are going to have to discuss. Which one are you are better with finances? Which right. one are you are better? Which one are right. you are better at managing things around mm-hmm. the house? Which one are you? Which one are you are are better with better with the children? Which one are you are better with that old that old ugly dog that you got? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You gotta have to be able to figure out where you, like you said earlier, where each one of you, where each one of you are strong at, and accentuate those strengths, but also look at those weaknesses and try to do everything you can to buttress those weaknesses to kind of make those weaknesses less weak. So you, and anybody that's going to be with you, that's going to be with you for any, so any significant amount of time will never, ever, 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 ever use your weaknesses against you. They will never put those. We ever never pull those weaknesses out out of the bag, and they will never put those weaknesses in front and center in your face. They will always speak to and talk to your strengths. I mean, I'm I'm not good with money. That's a weakness of mine. You know, I'm not good at balancing a budget. I'm not good with finances. So I don't. So that's not my. That's not. That's not where I would jump. That's not where I would readily want to jump into a pool in. But. If you know that this person has other has other things that they're very good at and they're really really strong at, you know, you make sure that those go to the front and the weaknesses don't you know don't weaknesses stay to stay behind and you and uh, like I said a a mate that is fair that you that uses and I'm gonna say this word probably gonna say this more than one time that understands what fairness is will never ever throw that. To your, never use your weaknesses to any type of advantage. Yeah. Right. To me, fairness encompasses a whole a whole lot of things. Treat me like you want. Treat me as if you like you want to be treated, and I yeah. and, and we will yeah. and we will get along fine. If you treat me like a queen, if you treat me like a king, I'm gonna treat you like a queen. Right. If you treat me less than that, you may get treated less than that. Right. Or I may, or I may, or I may still treat you like I may, I may still treat you like a queen, even though you treat me, even though, even though you may treat me like shit. So, we, can you go back to the? Can you put? Can you scroll up back to the question I asked at the very beginning? Because I really want the people that came in later to answer that question for me in the comments. I can't remember exactly how I put it, and I want them to 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 remember to see it. Uh, can you can you go back to that question, Fred? 
can you, can you scroll on your side or do I have to do it on mine? I found it. It's already up. Okay. So can, you re, can you repost that for me? So, yep. so, uh, oh, I want to say something too. I don't know if you can hear me crunching this ice, but, um, must be good ice. In, yeah. It, it, the, <laughs> the ice is necessary because water, just drinking water is not working. Um, and this round of, um, and I told, I told you when I first started this show, I was going to be very transparent. This round of chemo, um, is, is kicking my butt. It, it, it really is. And it's the dry mouth thing. I've heard every remedy in the world, but the only thing that works is ice. And so I'm, I apologize if I'm irritating anybody. If it is, I'll, I'll mute when I have to do, when I have to, to drink something. But anyway, so, um, I apologize y'all, but, um, we, the, the, what was, what was the question for Can you see it? Cause I can't I see did. it. What if your path to happiness, stability, and prosperity is, okay. is depending upon you being with your significant other? That's the right. question. Right. And what what if what if and what if your significant other is uh has doesn't have two things on that list that we seem to think is so important? What if they're missing two things? What if they're missing one thing? And and but the two things or the one thing is something that could be worked on as a couple. Maybe he doesn't know how to go about fixing his credit score so that he can get a house. Maybe that's your forte, but and you can't get a house either because you, you what you're doing is not enough either. You feel me? That's what I was talking about last time when I was talking about hundred. Give me a hundred percent of you, a hundred percent of you. A hundred percent and a hundred percent is going to make it, it. It's a strong accord because we're not talking about the normal mathematics of oh that's two hundred. No, we're talking about chords that go together. That's right. That's it. And that's two right. chords is stronger than one, and you really ain't two chords. You're three because as long as you got God in there, that's a three. That's a threefold. That's a three um, rope chord. Y'all, that now you're stronger than anything. But you never gonna get nowhere if you can't if the person that that is, is interested in you or you interested in it or whatever you, you can't get past the first two things on the list. He ain't got no hair, and I like a man with dreads. You, you, some of the stuff that we have on these lists are ridiculous. It's just it's just it's just, it's just a, a cop out and an excuse of why you ain't got nobody. Their need, their needs I are not said, their needs are I not already said why you don't have nobody. And, and I and I I'm not gonna say the word, but that's why some of them won't be don't want to be with y'all, cause y'all got female doggishness in y'all. Or you you all you think that you worth this and the other, and somebody think you that you're not because they know you in real life beyond TikTok. And so, that's well, my can somebody answer that for me? What? How do you reconcile the fact that God said? That we should not be alone with your with with people's idea that I know my worth, so I'm going to stay alone until he fall from the sky. Because I guarantee you, the only person that has ever been picked up by a chariot and taken on to where he had to go to was Enoch. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, read your word. That's the only person that I read in the Bible that did not die in order to get to heaven. And I promise you, Jesus, 
none of the disciples, Mary Magdalene, or the pigs they threw the demons in is coming to bring you a man to put him on your front door wrapped up pretty in a bowl. Because you, that is not, you're going to have to, first of all, women, you ain't, supposed to be looking for, you ain't supposed to be looking for nobody anyway. You're just supposed to be making yourself able to be seen uh, past everybody else. You're supposed to be the standout for what he's looking for. That's what, that's all you're supposed to be doing is looking good till he finds you. That's what you're supposed to be doing. It's a, men are supposed to be looking. And so, we got that straight. You can you can argue with that all you want to. You got these women getting on their knees and asking these men, honey, if he says yes, your house is is freakish because you already started out wrong. You are biblically wrong. I'm not talking trash about you. I'm not throwing no shade. Ain't no trees in here. You're biblically wrong. Because if okay, that's another. We'll talk about that another time. Because that's a whole <laughs> other. That's a, no, because I I feel myself about to go into something, and I'm a, I'm just gonna deviate me from where I'm at now. How can you reconcile the idea that we are not supposed to be alone with the idea that you love being alone and you're worth so much that can't nobody ain't nobody worth being with you? And I understand Rodriguez. That think that 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 um it is hard to find that person. I I listen, I'm 53. I get it. And you don't I've been dressed, I've been looking, I've been keep uh, listen. I used to ask God all the time, will you teach me how to cook so good for? Why you why you make it so that my house that I always gotta be clean? Why you why I gotta dress, why you gotta make me so that I don't want to go out the house looking crazy? Because don't nobody care. But somebody there's what there's only one there's one thing I love on TikTok and it says this somebody's son gonna find me. I love that song because it's the truth. Somebody's son gonna find you son one day. And you have to wait, but you also have to put yourself in a position where the kind of man that you want, you're in that space. You understand me? Because he's not gonna find you in the women's section at Ross. Go walk around the men's section. He's not gonna find you in the produce <laughs> section. Seriously, he's not gonna find you in the produce section or the grocery store. Go over there where they sell frozen dinners because all men don't cook. <laughs> he's not gonna find you at the red bottom and Gucci store. Oh no. Go to the dollar store and go on the automobile aisle. Go to the auto section at Walmart. <laughs> Go to the video, go, go, go to GameStop. Listen, go where men go. And if you like a churchy man, then go to church. Go to your church, leave your church, go to the mega church that have two services and go to their second service. Because you <laughs> might be in the second service. Gosh, I can't. Go to the car wash every Saturday. <laughs> You ain't got to get your car wash, just park it on the side where the cars are clean, like you just got to wash and wait. For him to ask you, what's that smell in your car? Because he like that cologne. Don't buy perfume. Go in the men's section and buy men's cologne. Spray it on you. And watch a brother ask you what that is you're wearing. I like what your husband got. Oh, I ain't got no husband. I just like the smell. You, you better work 
yourself into that man hard. You're talking about his hard work. Yes, yeah, hard work. When all you do is go to work and come home. Now you Netflixing and chilling by yourself, asking God why. Because sis, he's not a peeping Tom. He ain't looking for you through the window. Nope. Go where you think he's going to go. Go to the men's section at Belk and Dillard's. Go to Macy's. Tell the lady behind the counter you want a bag. All you want is the bag. Put your stuff in the bag and walk around the store like you just bought something out of Macy's and Dillard's and Bilks. <laughs> and you walk, go to the men's section where the shoes at. You better yeah, listen. Because yeah, not every because not every dude wear Jordans. You you better preach. You better put yourself where that where you think your man and your interests lie. If you a bookworm, baby, stay Lobby in the is. library. Stay in the library because he might be in the library over in the section by poetry. Because maybe he do does oral poetry. You listen. God not gonna send no man to your front porch dressed in the suit that you like because you saw it online and say, baby, will you marry me? It is not going to work that way. He's probably going to be somebody who you do not expect. <clears throat> He's probably going to be somebody who's, who doesn't have a couple of things that you tick off <clears throat> on your list. If he don't dress the way you want him to dress, get him what you want him to wear and be very subtle. Listen, when he made Adam eat that apple, I promise you, she didn't ask him just, and he just ate it. Because Adam knew the repercussions of eating that apple. You feel me? She worked this booger. She she walked around. She did what she had to do. She rubbed on his head. She, did, she worked him. Because that is what we do. Men call it manipulation. I, I call it a gift. And she made, that's how she got, and that's how you got to do with your Adam. You got to use your gift of persuasion. And it don't, and it don't, and it doesn't have to be the, the gift of persuasion from between your legs. It does not. You can do it all kind of ways that it doesn't have to include that. Listen, this man or this woman is only going to treat you the way you teach them to treat you. And if you don't like Hawaiian shirts, then you start buying this booger solid shirts from 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 Walmart. They sell them by the bulk. <laughs> if you don't like him wearing sandals with his toes out because you think his toes ugly, then tell him, listen, baby, we going over here and we going to let Sue Young and Ling Ling do your feats, bruh. Because some of these things that we have on these lists are cop-outs and they're easy to say because you don't want to put in the work to get this man to, to, to get whoever you want to be on you, who, who you want to lay in the bed and, and, and y'all be in cuffing season. Look, let me let me just throw something in there real quick. So, and you're probably going to agree with me when I say this and probably everybody that's watching and listening there will probably agree with me this as well. So... So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this, y'all, and y'all probably gonna hate me for this, but what what has to be said has to be said. So happily ever after exists only in fairy tales and movies. That's a lie. 
It no, listen to me. Listen to me now. I'm gonna listen, you, but it's still a lie. Well, if if you, well, it exists. It exists in imagine. It exists in imagination. But if you want happily ever after, you are gonna have to work at happily ever after. Okay. 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 That's why I said. That's why I led with that first. Okay. Because it, it does exist in movies and Disney and Disney and Disney films such as Cinderella and all those things. But if you were but if you're looking for happily ever after in reality, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to you gonna have to work on that's something that requires work. Right. Right. And you have to work on it from the very beginning um and not wait until um three years later when you just can't take the fact that he won't um you know what I'm saying? That he won't put the top back on the toothpaste. You get that established at the beginning. That's why you have to have a get-to-knowing period. Yep. And, and, and a get-to-knowing period is not in three months we're going to move in together to see how it works. You better know who this person is before you go before you even get into that kind of, of commitment. Yep. And, and getting to know a person, again, is not by you shooting bullets of questions at a person. Everything that you need to know about that person can be learned in conversations that go over time, not in no one setting at the Chinese restaurant over wontons. I can't. I can't. I can't. I mean, if you're gonna talk, if you're gonna talk, you're gonna have a discussion over wontons. I mean, that would be fine. That's cool. Yeah, but that, but but let's that, don't let us be that long. Don't let that be the only date. You understand. True, Make true. sure that 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 date leads to something else or or make sure that if you don't want to be with that person, that you that you tell them, listen, this just ain't going to work out because I just the conversation with people aren't, aren't don't stop telling people you're going to call them. and You're not going to call them. If you yeah. don't, if it's, if it's not for you, then it's not for you. But listen, give it a chance to be not for you. Because you have to understand that first impression, that first mask that people wear, that ain't them. Nope. That's not them. Not at all. And and, and you all. and you may and people say, well, you you may never get to know a person. That might be so. Some things you say is factual. That might be so. But sometimes just the journey of getting to know someone might take 50 years and you might enjoy every bit of it. Now you may not like every bit of it because things happen. But exactly. you'll enjoy every bit of it. Every you'll get your happily ever after, because That's I do right. believe that is it exists. But Fred is right. Oh, honey, you gonna have to put in the work. But you can't get past the first year or two, because why you why why you getting a divorce? He don't listen to me. She don't listen to me. They should know that. See that 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 one thing right there. That what they people say. Ooh, that irritates me. Just because you know does not mean the other person knows. You can't assume that another person knows what you're thinking unless you have a discussion. And what really pisses me off is when you have a discussion and you on the fifth time having a discussion and now you don't want to have it no more. You better have, if you love that person, you better have that discussion as many times as it takes for, for it to lock into their psyche. Because sometimes when when, when it's not locking in, it's because you your deliverance freaking sucks. Because you don't know how to talk to, because you don't know how to talk to to a person, because you don't know how, you, you you don't know how to deliver a thing, 
you 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 done got you 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 you've 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 let your pride and you've let the fact that you think you're right uh make your deliverance of of, of something suck. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta step back, humble yourself to a place where you think is when you listen. When you think it's too low for you to get down there, go a little lower because you still ain't humble enough. And when you get to that place where you're humble enough to have a discussion with the person that you love in a way that is respectful, in a way that is, first of all, respectful, but information that they're getting the information that you're trying to get across without you, without them feeling like you're demeaning them or, 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 um, or, or making them feel like, um, you're on this high horse. Listen, this is what God, listen. Stop using scripture in your arguments. Because, it, listen, you, listen, I don't know who this is. You having an argument about your bills. If you don't stop talking about tithes and offering, and if you don't stop talking about the silver that they found in the fish mouth, stop it. Because this is not the time for you to be popping out scriptures. This is the time for y'all to sit down, pull out the finances, and have a discussion. Stop making, stop bringing scripture into your argument to stop the other person. And and um, because when you do that, you stop the discussion. Because now they figure I'm stepping on God's toes. Or, you know what I'm saying? Now it seems disrespectful to say anything because she done brought that scripture or he done brought that scripture in. Yep. Don't do that. Stop yeah, doing that. that because what you what you have done, you haven't won the argument. You haven't won the debate. You haven't nope. won the discussion. You cheated. And what you did was you put a brick wall in front of everything, everything that y'all were talking about. And now the discussion is going. Yep. Moment somebody does that, that it effectively ends the shuts it, down the it conversation. Just, yeah, it just it just squeezes everything out of the conversation. Stop bringing scripture into your because it ain't we're not being biblical right now. Now after we finish, we can pray all night long. We can have a shut in, but right now, let's stay it. on task and we're yep. talking about these bills. Yep. Because Jesus didn't pay his bills. If I'm not mistaken, it was one of those rich women, Mary Magdalene, who was taking care of them boys. Yeah. We'll talk about the, the greatness right. of women in a minute, honey, because I felt Mary Magdalene rise up in me, honey. If you really want to tell the truth. Yep. And if I'm wrong, preachers, y'all in here, tell me I'm wrong. Them rich women took care of them. And Judas, and Judas was the uh, treasurer. So let's move on. So you have to, so we're talking about being alone. We're talking about monetizing worth. Uh, worth. Yeah. And we're talking about um, who wants to be something from Ikea. And, <laughs> and, none, and all three of those things sound like they don't mix. Nope. This is what's going on in our I world know. today. In our world today, women are saying that they're alone because they know their worth. But if you're worth something, wouldn't it be feasible to think that somebody wanted to have possession of that thing? Everything that is worth 
that is that is worth that has a lot of worth to it that is valuable somebody wants to possess that thing you telling me that you are of such a worth that nobody can can possess and I'm not talking about in in that sense but that's the only word I can think of can possess or 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 have you or to the very least pursue exactly you can't even be pursued you you yeah. you that worth you you worth that much that nobody wanna nobody wanna uh nobody wanna get uh get to know why you worth that or is it or is it this is it that everything that you're worth you're showing on Facebook because you show the outfit of the day you show the shoes you bought you no I'm I'm asking I'm not trying to throw shade I'm asking so is everything that you worth have we seen it through all of your TikTok and YouTube videos is that why nobody is because you've already shown everything that you're worth man I'm not trying to I'm trying I'm I'm not trying to be small. I'm not trying to be a small ass. I'm asking you, is is have you shown everything that you're worth already? And that's why uh, uh, you're alone because there's nothing else beyond that worth. And since people are sensing that and people know that, that's why you're alone. That's why your circle's so small. Because we've seen everything that is of value attached to you. And if that's the case, you need to ask yourself some questions. Because that's a few, a couple of questions. That's what it seems like. Listen, I'm priceless. I don't, I don't, I don't have no no monetary worth or no nothing like that on me. I'm priceless. And so because when, that's how God sees us. Right. And so even despite the the no boobs and the, the my dreadlocks gone and all of that. I might get in trouble for saying this because my boyfriend, but my DM still be lit up. I still have dudes honking their horn in the car for me to look over that way. You know why? Because I don't place my value on what I have. I place my value on what I do and the God in me. How I carry myself when I carry myself. And I'm going to tell you this. All, my day is, uh, I'm tired. I'm on chemo and I'm tired. And I um, spend most of my time trying to rest. And um, it's hard to do that because I don't want to lay in the bed all day. Right. But when I get out my car, I don't care how bad, bad my legs hurt. I walk like they don't hurt. When I get up in the morning, I it takes me, I got to sit on the side of the bed for a minute. Then when I stand up, I got to stand up at least for about a minute or two till my legs can support me. But when I walk out that door, I got, I'm all, I, I'm all together. But I, that's not where I put my worth at. You know where my worth is? Because I have the strength. That when I see somebody who's hungry, I give them something to eat. If I see somebody that just needs you to say hello and smile at them, somebody told me that day at work, man, your smile is contagious. You just made my day. That's my worth right there. 
It has nothing to do with the outfit. It don't have nothing to do. It has to do with the 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 prettier I feel, the more the the sweet more sweetness I throw out there at people. And I usually feel my, on my the the prettier I am is usually on my worst days, because the worst the bad the worse my body feel, the more I'm going to work dressed up. One girl asked me, "You like you going to church? Well, we have church in here today. Somebody get an usher because the deacon's sleeping." <laughs> and Stan and had a good point, though. That's yeah. where I put my worth. I put my worth in how I treat the homeless, the orphans, the widows, and the people that are in need. Because it don't have nothing to do with with money. Because I, to me, I don't have enough. For what I'm worth. So that's what we're talking about. We're not trying to throw shade at nobody. We're not talking about everybody that's alone is arrogant. I don't think everybody that's alone is arrogant, but I do think this. I think the fact that you think that you if you're going, if you've gone through this world um, and you really, really want somebody, not just you, not that you just, oh, I just want to be with no, that you really, really want somebody, you will find a way to get that thing. Just like you found a way to fix your credit, just like you found a way to buy that house after you fix your credit, just like you found a way to get that car after you fix your credit. The same way you can run after these mon- these things that that's going to pass away with this earth is the same way that you can find a love that will be eternal because energy does not go anywhere. It dissipates, but it does not disappear. And love is energy. And the same way you go after these little things that you need to show these trophies that you need to show people that you happy because you alone is the same way you can go and, and go into these places where you know that you like playing video game, then hit GameStop. Every last one in your city, you should have visited by now. Because the man you love, that booger is in one of them GameStops. You like chicken, then you should have visited every churches within a 1,600 mile radius. Because I she promise you, he ordered, a, he ordered oh, a piece right now. She said churches chicken. Oh, my word. I promise you, he ordered a two-piece with a side. <laughs> you want, you know what you like and you know what you want you need to be in the places where he's going to be because I promise he's not coming to your door and if he do look in your window he's a peeping Tom and he need to be locked up that's right you want something you can go out and get we can go out and get everything we want when that's, that doggone Popeye sandwich came out people was lined up around the building I should have took a survey with a clipboard. You know what I should have asked them? Are you with the person that you want or are you alone? But you'll sit in this line for 30 minutes for a chicken sandwich. And you can't go to the the uh to the bait to the bait to what you call it, the baseball range and hit baseballs or to the golf course and hit golf balls because because the man you love might be there that day. But you can wait on this sandwich. Everything that you want in life. There is a way to get it. There is a way to 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 get yourself to get that without without giving up who you are, without giving up uh your, without giving up your pride, without making yourself yourself seem like you're chasing something. There is a way to get it. And if just because you don't want to listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't want to be alone. I love being in relationships. 
I love taking, I love a man. I love taking care of him. I like, a, I like to watch a man eat my food. I like to watch a man get dressed. I like, listen, I like to watch him with, with the things they do with their beards. And um, listen, I love a man and I don't like being alone. I like being with a man. So but I want to be with somebody who's going to understand that if he's going to bleed me, that he has to be able to follow God and he has to be able to follow somebody else that's better at doing this than him. And he has to do it in a way that he keeps his pride and that he keeps his integrity. And I keep my pride and my integrity because I'm not following you over no ditch. Now, I'm a, I, I, I'll go to the edge with you. But when you when I see you about to drop off, I'm going to grab you by your arm and pull you back. Listen. Let's go in the room. I'm going to do that thing I used to do for you for your birthday. And we'll talk about this tomorrow. Because <laughs> you about to kill yourself off this cliff. And I can't, I don't want to lose you. Right. And Stanley said, if your worth can't make me better and my can't do the same for you, what's the point? There is none, Stan. There is no point. There is no point. If, the, if, the, if you come to, if you come to a, a, a point or a, a place in your life, in, in your relationship, or in your, um, or, or in even being alone, in your aloneness, to and, and the words that come out of your mouth is what is the point, and you don't know the answer, you don't have a real a real answer to that, then there is no point, because if I ask you, if I ask God, in my loneliness, what is the point, and God says nothing then there is no point. I'm alone for no reason. I'm alone for no point. There's nothing. There's no point to it. But if I'm in a relationship and I ask my significant other, what is the point? And they have no answer, then there is no point. If somebody, if my boyfriend asks me now, what is the point to this relationship? I have an answer. The point is I want to be with somebody who's going to grow and work with me and 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 be able to take all of my uh little isms and schisms and all this other stuff and 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 work with that and all of my um imperfections and all of that stuff and i want you to be able to work it into your imperfection and all that and see because imperfection and imperfection you put together that's we gonna make that perfect that's not that's not one big imperfection if i'm weak on one end and you strong on that end we're gonna put sweet strength coming together that's the point. The point is we going I want somebody to grow with. And if we if we don't have that then there is no point. And if he don't agree with that, then there is no point. If you can't agree on the reason why you're in a relationship with that person or if the reasons you're in that relationship are different from the other person, then there is no point. And it's it's, it's a waste of time. To be honest, why waste your time? Yeah. But I'm telling you, if you love that person, then you better put on some gloves and you better float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. You better fight, honey. And sometimes fighting is not floating like a butterfly and stinging like a bee. You know what fighting is sometimes? Putting the gloves off, taking, taking the gloves off, go sit in your corner and sit your ass down to everybody calm down. Then you come yeah. back to the middle once you get your strength back and you start fighting again. But everybody want to come out swinging. Everybody, everybody want. Everybody want to come out swinging. But it ain't, even that. Ring. 
Everybody want to be the, everybody want to be a chief. Nobody want to be the nobody want to be the squaw. Nobody want to be the papoose. Everybody want to be the chief. There can only be one chief, and God set that mandate years ago. You can try to change it. You could talk about women's women's um women's women women's live and and, and women's this and I'm going to be equal and all. Listen, I want him to. This this is my this is me. You can have a, do it your way. You, you, you can do it your way. I want him to open the door for me. I want him to put his coat on me if I'm cold. I want him to walk on the side of the street where the cars are so I won't get hit. Yeah. I want him to, to, tell, to, to, to take over how the bills are going to get paid. I want him to do that. I want that. Because that's what I want. You can do it. How, you can run your house however you want to run your house. I'm telling you how I want mine reign. I want a man in my house. I don't want nobody. I don't need no puppets. I don't need him to, to. But listen, don't get. Do not get it twisted. A real man will go to his significant other or his spouse, and he will talk to her about big decisions that need to be made. Because we're not talking about a dictatorship. We're talking about a partnership. But even in the partnership, there's somebody that that is a, a, on a higher level. Than somebody, somebody, somebody's making that major, major decision. So I'm in a partnership, but I understand that the head of my household is the head of my household. And when there are major decisions to be made, I am asked my opinion. There is a discussion and then things are done. And if he loves you, he's not just asking your opinion just to tell you, girl, that's stupid. I'm going to do this. No, no, no. He asking your opinion because he really value. See, all of this stuff I'm saying, it comes from that conversation you have before you have a wedding and a reception. Because if you're just having a wedding so that you can have the reception, then boo-boo, forget the wedding because it's expensive. Go to the Chinese place. Tell them you want to rent the place in the back and let everybody have the buffet. Because I promise you, I spent all that money on my first wedding and I wish I hadn't. Ooh. My second wedding is going to be drive through. Y'all, everybody going to be in their car. She's going to be on a big microphone. She's going to say, Y'all, I do or whatever. We're going to already be on our honeymoon. We're going to do everything on the screen. And as y'all drive through, they're going to give y'all a paper bag. It's going to have a sandwich, a jungle juice, and a box of nabs. And you can go on about your business because that's all I'm spending on my wedding. Oh, good grief. Because you have to live after that. Cause some people get married because they got they they just want to have the reception because they want all their friends to be dressed alike and they want their song to come on. And y'all get on the honeymoon and he and he busts you in your eye and you say I didn't know he was like that. Yes, you did. But you want you had already started planning the wedding because he had the right pants. He looked good in those racewear pants, didn't he? Yeah, that's what you. Yeah, he had a good TikTok page. He had a lot of followers. His credit was good. He was all that. But what you didn't look at is the backstory on, on some of the stuff that he erased out of his timeline that his baby mama was trying to warn people about. Yeah, you you don't, you don't remember that, or or or, or he only that that or you saw all them pictures on there. You didn't realize them pictures was fifth was about five or six years old, and 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 an old Johnny boy was was it was talking to you on his cell phone that he had got in that he in prison with. Yeah, you remember that. You don't understand why some of the pictures say 1982. Oh, yeah, because even in federal prison, he got he on that phony that he got in comp that he got his contraband. 
She said, Johnny boy, oh my God. And all y'all been doing is texting each other. And only time you see him is when it's real dog and you can see his face. Yeah, because he didn't want you to see them brick walls behind him because he on a bump. Oh my and, he, God. And, and his girlfriend, Peaches, is up on the top bump. See, you don't, you don't know all that because you're too busy looking at all the other stuff, the little fluff he got out there. Jesus Christ. No, you could no. I want Fred to tell me I'm wrong because we fall in love with the stupidest stuff. I'm gonna tell you, I can't tell you wrong when that when, when that's right because that's because that's what it is. We, we fall in love. We fall in love with the stupidest stuff. You done fell in love with with, with, with a picture that he done had on on there since since the '80s, and he don't even look like that no more because he got small with his last roommate, and his last roommate knocked all his teeth out. Golly. <laughs> and the person that you're talking to on the phone is not him. The person you're talking to on the phone is the is a friend that he paid in um in chips and setups in jail because his voice is deep. You don't know who you're talking to. And so this is where we are in the world. Because you wanted to be the table. And you know your worth. And you waiting on somebody who you assume is worth as much as you are because you're looking at the outside and you haven't asked him the right question. The right question, why your last relationship didn't last? What happened? Why you, um, you know, why, why do you live with your mama? Why do you ride a bicycle? You feel me? And like, the funny and the thing of it is, accepting those answers without, without pay, without being, without either making without a, without being judgmental. Exactly. exactly. Without making a snap judgment, talk about yeah. well, I can't be with you if you're riding a bike and you're taking a bus, catching a bus. Yeah, but if you, what if, if you, what can, if my only means of transportation? Yeah, but if you can do that without being judgmental and understand and sympathize where that person is coming from, that shows your worth. Now we're talking about you worth something. We're not saying you have to stay with them. We're just saying, can you understand that this is not my life? This is just a sentence out of the book of my life. It ain't even a chapter, sis. It ain't even a, 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 a it, it's not even a paragraph. This is just one sentence. And even you just if it is a chapter. A snapshot. Even if it is a chapter. I mean, I don't know. You know but the thing, I guess the thing of it is, and this is kind of sort of where I look at where I, this is where I kind of sort of where my perspective jumps in what jumps in at it and this goes towards women and men there's especially black men and black women because our relationships at times are the most they're the most interesting but they're also the most frustrating and confusing yeah because if i can tell if i can if i can walk i can walk up now the person that i'm that i'm dating right now i'm she and she she knows. She knows what she knows. What I've been through. She knows. The, she knows reason. The reasons why I am. I am where I am, and she's accepted that. When she's accepted that with no issue, no problem, no issue, no complaint, no anything, and I'm very appreciative of that. Now, and I. But I also know the things that her issue and all those things, and I've accepted that with no complaint or no issue because it is because at the end of the day, where we are is where we are that that's not indicative of where we can where we where we either can be or where we want where we want to be 
what what I what I what I hate so much is what I I won't even say hate because hate is a very strong word. What I dislike so much is when whether it be a male or female, if I'm telling you that I'm here, I'm okay. If if we're having a if, if like we're having a conversation and you tell me that you have like you have four, you have four kids and you live with your mom, you live with your mother for the time being because of this, this, and this. For me, for me, I'm be like, cool. I'm, you know, that's not an issue with me. You know, let's let's work, let's work on improving, let's work on improving that situation. Or let's work on bettering that situation. What bothers me is that when if you say if someone says that, and then all of all of a sudden that's a that's the biggest X. Yeah. In somebody's book, that's the biggest X in somebody's book. Or, well, I can't mess with you because you know because you because you live with your mom, or you or you don't have a car, or you or you you don't make a hundred, you don't make six figures, you don't make a hundred k or more. What the hell is that? So you're not gonna mess with me. So you ain't gonna mess with me because I don't make six figures. You're not gonna mess with me because I because I live with my mother. You're not gonna mess with me because I don't have a car. So, so basically, you looking at material shit at this point. Yeah, but this this is the problem with a lot of the things that are on people's lists, especially when it comes to tangible things or things that have to do with money. You want this booger to have what you don't have. You feel me? You want him to have a house. You live in an apartment. You want him to have no children. You got four. You want him to have a bank, a, a credit score of 800 Yours is 420. So you you want him to have you you have this fantasy of him having everything all together to pull you out of what you're in. And that is not um that is not what 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 Fred is talking about when he when he tell when he keeps talking about being equal, everything being on an equal playing field. And even if we're not telling you that you have to be with somebody who has 424, whatever, we're not telling that that's what we're talking about. What we're talking about is bake your goals for that person. Don't to not have anything to do with what I just said, but let it have to do with who the person is. Because if you deal with the person as the person and not what they have to give you or what you have to gain, then all of that other stuff will fall into place. Men ask me, what do you look for in a man? Just don't just be honest because with honesty, everything else falls under that umbrella. How you are with money falls under the honesty umbrella. Is that how you are with other people? How you treat your mama falls under the honesty umbrella. Everything fun falls under honesty. Cause basically what I'm saying is be you the real you, not the mask you put on for your boys, not the mask you put on at the club, be you. And all you got to be is honest. And they'll say, no, you're looking for, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because all the rest of that stuff, if you don't have it, we can get it. We can exactly. get a call. Exactly. We, we can get the house. We can get all that. But we cannot get past the fact that you're a liar. So be you and everything else will fall into place. Be honest and everything else Everything else I need from you, I will get. And and, uh, and also it comes with like understanding. If you understand, if you if you understand why I'm in a position that I'm in, if I'm in, if I'm telling you honestly and openly and transparently why I'm in a situation that I'm in, then 
the question would be, well, what can we do? What can we do to build on that to get to pull yeah. it, to out of that situation? What can we do to improve or even or better or even to the even better that situation? Not saying not not like nah, I can't, I can't, nah, I can't fuck with you because no, you because you that would that me. would mean you ask that question, then that would mean I let me tell you. You know why people don't think like that? Because if you have to think like that, that means that I would actually have to work. And that's what people don't want to do. Love, requi- so that, love, they, love they don't requires even, work. They don't even get that far because they don't want to work. Love requires They don't want to put in the work. Regardless, love requires work. I don't care what nobody says. If if you... and Real love, dude. Yeah, and I'm gonna say this. Yeah, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say this real loud. So here, so ladies and gentlemen, in the in the listening audience and viewing audience, hear me when I say this. Just like Bobby said, and I'm and I'm just gonna amplify this point, amplify her point. Real and true love requires work, and if you're not willing to put in the work required, then you can't. Then it ain't gonna. It ain't gonna happen. And yes, Monica, they do. They do have to be willing to work at being with you. That is that is a that is a very true point. That is and, true. But listen, listen, listen. Let's let's do it this way. God is love, correct? That's correct. And because God is the in the the spiritual, physical, and um, tangible embodiment of love, He shows it. By putting in the work. Let me, right. let me, stay with me now. Stay with me because I'm not trying to be deep. I'm, I'm talking. He's <laughs> the embodiment of that, right? So he shows this right. love by putting in the work. He wakes you up in the morning. Every breath that you take, every blink you blink, he puts in the work. And then just to put a little icing on it, you get the car, the house, the man, the woman. Okay, so God puts in the work. So if he puts in the work, please, honey boo boo, explain to me why you think you're going to fall in love at first sight and you ain't going to have to put no work in. You have to put the work in. Each each building block of that relationship takes work to be made. That's it. And you got to put the work in. You're going to have to to work. Why? Because God sets the example of putting in the work. If God shows you how much he loves you by putting in the work, then whoever you want and whatever you got to do and to get them or for them to find you or whatever, you have to put in the work. Nothing venture, nothing gain. And if you don't put in the work, you're going to be on TikTok at 64 talking about how great it's been to be alone for the last 50 years because you knew your worth. God dang it. She said, and you're going to be saying in that growly voice, I am so happy because I am the table. <laughs> because I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, we have, I, I don't I think we've exhausted this subject because now I'm repeating myself. Because you, if you don't work, listen, the Bible says faith without works is dead. With faith, this is what, this is my challenge to you. This is my challenge to whoever's on here that's single and and, and really want to be with somebody. Or if you're in a relationship and you want to, you want it to get better. Get yourself into a place 
where you have a discussion with the person. If you're with someone, you get to the place where, where you have a very candid and open discussion about what that person likes, what that person likes to do, what they like to, to eat. What And I don't care if you've been with them for 20 years. <coughs> get to a place where, you, where you're going to have this conversation. Because now what you're going to do is you're going to humble yourself. And you're going to move yourself. Listen, I, I'm asking you to do it for one week until next week. Move you and your unright self out the way for a week. And work the system of the person that you're with, male or female. Now, ain't nobody in charge. The only thing that we're doing right now is we are hum we, we are showing uh, love, humility, and self-respect to the other person. Put yourself in that other person's shoes for a week and try to understand what they're trying to say, what they're trying to do, what they're trying to accomplish. If you're single, figure out what you wanted to do. Please get rid of Bobby, Ricky, whoever, and Mike from New Edition. <laughs> They're not going to marry you. They, they already moved on. Move on, sis. Take MC Light off your wall, bruh. She, 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 she take, she's spoken for. It's not going to work. It's never going to work. Get a new list, okay? Figure out what you want. And I'm, I know I'm saying it in a joking way, but figure out what you want and what's going to make your life better. Now, figure out where the person that you want is going to be. How do I find this? Where do they abide? Where do they socialize? Where does this social, where does this animal socialize? I need to be where he or she is because that's the only way I'm going to meet them. And it's not on this computer. It's not in your phone. Uh, facts go and go if you ain't never been to a golf go golfing because you like golf but you you're not meeting nobody who play golf because you always at the baseball game hey you at the wrong game go into the men go into where they make go to the salad go to the the, the, the produce section and hang around over there for a little while don't look sleazy now you know, just hang around over there for a little, because that's where the women at with the salads, what you know, where, where they cook and stuff you have to cook. Don't go in the frozen section. Go where the real meat at, because you have to actually cook the meat, not put it in the microwave. Women, <laughs> go to the men's section and look at some men's shirts. Dude, listen, let me tell you, let me tell you what men who got money and y'all gonna think I'm crazy, y'all and men too, y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Y'all better go to these thrift stores. Because these people who got money live in there. Goodwill, thrift stores, the um, what you call them places, the um, the um, flea markets. Flea market, oh yeah. People who got money don't spend a bunch of money on their stuff. Look at their feet, New Balance. That's Not everybody wear Jordans, y'all. Not everybody wear Jordans. And so you got to go places where you where these people are going to be. That's where you have to go. You have that's to go right. where these places where these people going to be because that's how you're going to meet them because you're not they're not going to fall out of the sky into your lap. 
Nope. And I promise you, change, change the way that you greet people. Yeah, we got mask on. So now that they can't see your face, now you have to do, now you have to use your voice as a, as a, as a, um, to attract them. You have, you hear birds calling? Use your voice, baby. They don't see each other for miles, but I bet you he heard, I, I bet you he heard old girl about 20 miles away and he on his way. Use your voice, use your body language to get, to get, listen, women, y'all know what y'all got. You, you know what you got. Use it. It's, and y'all stop listening to all these, these, um, these doggone feminists and all the feminist movements have screwed us up. Cause now you can't get a nigga. Ooh, I said it anyway. Oops. You can't get a man to open the door. You can't, they'll walk by and open the door. You know why? Cause you got all these women talk, out here talking about, I want to be equal and I can work as hard as he No, you can't. And you better open that door. When I, when I, when, when, when the feminist movement, when they first started, they were talking about equal. The thing they were talking about was equal pay for equal work. But no, now they done twisted it all up. I don't need no man for nothing. Oh, yeah? Well, that's why you're using that toy you bought from. I can't. <laughs> or they get mad at you when they do when you do open the door for them. And I can, and you, the fem, and I'm gonna tell, and you can bring anybody on here you want to bring on here. The feminist movement of today has screwed us because they have turned the the feminist movement into this male bashing. I don't need no man. My balls bigger than his movement. And your balls don't count. If they're in a spaghetti jar, I can't. Oh this <laughs> the oh, hell man. is wrong with these women? I cannot. You can't. I don't want you to open the door for me. I don't want you to, to pay for my dinner. I don't want you to uh, this and that. I'm gonna wear a suit. I'm gonna I'm gonna dress just like you. But then if something pop off, now you need his muscle. No, no, girl. You just said that you want to be just like him. I don't want to be like no man. I love Steve Harvey, but I don't want to think like a man. The only man that wants to think like a man is a man who wants to be with a man. Because why would I want to think like a man? In order for me to get a man, I better be as feminine as I can to get a real man. Now, if you want a man, a woman to think like a man or think like a man or whatever to get a man, the only person that'll do that is another man because he want that man. That's logical thinking to me. Because why would a woman want to think like a man? Men, men think totally different about just about every situation there is to think about. Yeah. Men think different. That oil light come on in that car, he thinking, he thinking, I got to get this done. The oil light come on in the car, you know what she think? If I, I'm going to go get my nails done this week, I'll get that oil thing fixed next week. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. A man, a man thinks totally different than we do. He, he just he just do. And 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 for you to, to put out something that says that uh, 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 to give women to say think like a man, the only man that should be thinking about to think it like a man, to get a man, is a man who want a man. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to think like a man. I want to be as feminine 
and as soft, listen, open this jaw pickles because I don't want to, not because I can't, because I want to see your muscles flex when you open it because it turns me on. <laughs> but you can't do that now either. Because you'll do everything you can not to ask that man to do something for you because you think it makes you look weak. You know what makes you look weak? The fact that you can't ask for help. Now, y'all done got me on something totally because you done made me mad now. These these feminists have screwed it up for real women. Screwed it up. Yeah. Now, they got the young generation instead of they don't tell you they don't want you to do it, but they'll be pissed off if you do it. And now they're cussing you out because you open the door. I just open oh, you the door pay for you. Dinner? That's crazy as hell. Oh, you're going to pay for this dinner. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to put out after dinner. Not unless you want some sweatpants. I don't. That's, that's not in my notes. Oh, Lord. That's not what I meant. But you you know, you. I want my man to do those things for me. Come open this jar of peanut butter. Come open the door. Come take over this. You sit at the, you sit at the table and worry about how the bills are going to be paid. If you need help, I got you. Because I got some money set aside just for this, this right here. I'm cooking. I'm cleaning. If you want to help, come on. You can take the trash out because I don't like doing that. But if you don't want to do that either, that's fine. But I bet you this, on payday, I shouldn't have to have my hand out. It should have already been in my account. Because kings take care of the people that's under them without being asked. But if you don't speak to the man all week because you mad, you he go to work, he's smelling like bacon. You come back, he's, you still smell like bacon, and you still got that goddamn bonnet on him. I wish you would ask him to buy you a diamond ring on Valentine's Day. You get exactly what you get. A coupon to church's chicken and another bonnet. Funny you mentioned like kings and queens because a lot of folks want to and one of a lot of folks want to claim that without actually understanding the responsibility exactly. that, it, that, it, that it entails. Exactly. And besides exactly. that, and, and to to be a king or a queen, the crown is very heavy. And if you if you're not if you're not ruling, if you're not ruling properly, and I don't mean ruling like over people, I don't mm-hmm. like mean ruling over people right. because the way I look at it is when I say your kingdom or your queendom, I say. I'm I'm mentioning just the people that are in that are people that surround you or that's in your world of like which is your husband, your wife, or your significant other. If you're not if you're not ruling over them with with fairness and fealty, with um, yes, yes, with understanding that just because just because you just because you're the monarch don't mean just because you're the the king or queen of the castle don't mean you always have the final say, right? Or better yet, realizing that that having that having that having that title puts is a weight is a weight, and you have to you and if you're gonna assume if you're gonna assume these titles, then you got to understand what that is because heavy is the crown. Heavy is the crown that a king and queen king or queen wears, and they don't. And if you don't understand the heaviness of that crown, and even in a relationship, if you're saying I'm I'm the king of this castle, or I'm the I'm the king of this castle. Bro, you better act like it. Yep. You better act like it, and and I don't mean this. Does this not mean faking the funk? You better act like it. If and ladies, if you say you the queen, and you better act like it, which means that means no faking the funk. I mean, if you if you gotta fake it to make it, then that's something wrong with that because you can't truly call yourself a king or a queen. And kingdoms 
and kingdoms are kingdoms are self-sufficient entities. Yeah, into themselves, exactly. And if you there's some things you like I said last week, there are some things that you can fake till you make it. You can be on your yeah. job and pretend like you know what you're doing until you really get I did it. I pretended like I knew what I was doing till I till it finally clicked in my head. This yeah. is how this goes. You can yeah. fake it till you make it in the kitchen. You feel me? Like you can half of it was cooked by you, but the other half was cooked by PF Chang's and you just put your little spin on it. Okay, all you did was do the corn, but PF Chang did everything else. You fake it until you make it. Bro, I ain't gotta know you don't know how to cook. You can fake it till you make it. Yeah. But as far as being a leader, can't fake that. Can't fake being a leader until you make it. Because you being a leader is not something you're people say, Well, you're born leader. No, you're not. No, you's a liar. Being a good leader is taught. And the only way that you can become a good leader is if you were an excellent follower. Understand this. And you and, and you also realize that you never stop following, even when you become the leader. And that's where people mess up. They figure once I become the leader, I ain't got to follow nobody. I ain't got you. You, you, and, you are and starting are- off wrong. And leaders aren't born. See, you gotta be, you gotta be made, you gotta Stay be groomed into that. You gotta be groomed into that. Leaders aren't born, you gotta be groomed, you gotta be, you gotta be shaped and molded and say so, Deidre. All right, Deidre. Yeah, facts. Very much facts, Mr. Yeah. McBride. Very and, much and, facts. And the only thing, only thing that uh because we, we were talking about tangible stuff, he gotta have a call. You gotta no, 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 no. You're right, Deidre. The only thing that he should have. That that um, that y'all shouldn't have to work on is is good leadership skills, being a good follower, having compassion, humility, all that stuff. Deirdre, you right, girl. He should have all that. All the rest of the stuff y'all need. Y'all can work on that later, and you should have it too. You as the woman, you should have those things to complement his too. And where he does not know how to show compassion, you sh- you you teach him how to do that. You know how? You teach him not by yelling at the man, not by nagging the man, but showing him compassion and watching him and letting him watch you show other people compassion. That's it. That is how you teach people. People learn by example. Yep. You put two up plus two up on that board and every day you put a different number under there, it's going to be some dumb cheering in that class because that's the example you said. But if you put two plus two up on that board every day and put a four, the example is two plus two is four. Now, the other example of that, you, your parents argued and fussed and fought all the time. Your daddy was abusive or your mama was abusive. And this is the kind of relationship that you grew up with or he grew up with. That is the example that they, that they know. Yep. But in order to change that example, you have to teach a different example. Or every show time him. He, every time he knuck, you ain't got a buck. Show him. You better learn how to, every time he knuck, you, listen, women, we have so much power. You better grab that man by his face, look him in his eye and say, what are you bucking for? What is the real issue? Whatever I say, but see, women don't want to do that. You know why? Because they need to be right. I don't know what you arguing about, and I wish you would. As soon as he hit you, you trying to figure out why. But mm, heifer, you just told him you wished he did it. And I don't condone no man hitting nobody, but I also don't condone a woman putting her hand on a man. You better keep your hands to yourself because you gonna make that man have a flashback. And when you wake up, 
is going to be three years later and cars going to be flying. Because he knocked the life out of you. And I'm not saying that I condone any of that. What I'm saying is you teach people how you want to be treated. And if you don't want him to buck up every time you say a trigger word, learn what the trigger word is. Same thing for her. Learn what her triggers are. Not so that you can pull them, but so that you can put the safety on it so the triggers won't be pulled. God just gave me that. I'm going to preach that message. And if anybody else preach it before I do, I'm going to tell them you're a thief. Some people, so I guess some some men and women don't know when to not push the panic button. If you know. learn what your what your partner's triggers are, it is not your it is not your duty to pull those triggers. It is your oh. duty to put the safety on so that the trigger cannot be pulled. Then yeah. you're gonna put that gun into the gun cabinet and you're gonna lock it up and you're gonna leave it there. Right. The Good. best the calming, calming somebody down who has already gotten to the point where they're huffing and puffing or they're in your face is very hard to do. And, yep. and, and, and I'm in, and I, and I'm going to, I'm going to be very, very candid and, and, and transparent. I'm coming from experience. It's very, very hard to calm somebody down. Once you've, that trigger has been pulled and you let that out of the barrel of that gun. You, it's yep. very hard but it's doable and there are ways to do that. I have, uh, when, when, when it got to a point where I knew it was about to get physical, you might think it's crazy. I'm telling you, I'm being transparent. I would, he, he's big. I would wrap my legs around him and my arms and I would hold on. His arms would be to his side and I would just be saying, what is it? What is it you want? What is it you need to do? What is it? What is it you want? And it did not work all the time, but 95, 95% of the time it worked because I was calm. I wasn't knucking and bucking back. And even though my example is extreme, before that person walks out and slams the door, there's a way to stop that without you pulling and yanking on them. There's a way to calm that down. If they say, give me a minute, and they need to go in another room, move your nagging ass out the way and let them have their moment. And I promise you, when you come back to it, everything, the conversation can be real and not everybody screaming at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And these things are not something you born, it's not knowledge you born with. No. This comes from experience. Experience. This comes from a uh, trial and error. Yeah. This comes from from getting to know who you dealing with. Beyond the big button smile and them doggone gray sweatpants that have ruined many a life. <laughs> because it is more than that. You have yeah. to know who you dealing with. And I'm not talking about in just the, the physical sense. Because sex can be the greatest thing in the world but until it don't you wake up and all your money in your bank account gone. But it don't equate to love. You feel me? It don't. It's, and I'm and I know men don't like when I say this, especially with men, because men don't have to feel anything for you to have sex with you every week on Thursday at the 
Motel 6. It don't mean he love you. And you thinking he love you because he done said your name three times. And girl, because we uh, we associate a man doing having sex and, and coming back for more and all. Some women, not all, but the majority of women associate that with love. No, you thinking no, this man. man love you and he don't. You better, you better know, you better know yourself. You better know who this book is and you better know what you want. And everything that you want is not good for you. Cause I want a banana split from ye old fashioned ice cream every single night, but it ain't good for me. You know exactly. why? Cause I'm lactose goddamn intolerant. But I still want it. <laughs> Is 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 nigga intolerant. You can't handle it. It gives you gas. Leave it alone. Go get you something with some lactate in it. That's a All little the calmer. And he don't wear gray suede pants. He wear white ones. Get you something that's a little tamer, something you can handle. <laughs> because you you're fooling yourself. And, and I can't put it no plainer than that. Everything you want, you is not good for you. And most of the stuff we want, we can't handle it no how. True. That's true. Most of, most of the things that we want, we can't handle it anyway. And we'll yeah. we'll choke on it, thinking and saying that we can handle it and you can't, just because you wanted it. And most of the time, the stuff we want is because somebody else have it. Yep. And we had no, we haven't had no real experience with it. We just want it because it looked good with her. Exactly. Well, he do, he might look good with her, but I promise you, look close at her makeup and see why she wear her makeup so heavy. You feel me? Yeah. Look, look, look at, look at. Yes, yeah, she don't work, but what does she have to give up for her not to work? What does he lord over? I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. saying what is the compromise in her not working? Yep. Yeah. Why he buy her all that stuff? So she don't have to go nowhere. When the last time she talked to her mama and her sister them, because he told her she, um, this is experienced girl. You better stop wanting everything and putting your hand on everything you want because you see it on social media or you see it in the street. Yep. Because everything that glitter, I promise you, ain't gold. Ain't gold. Even better. I'm, I got an even better analogy for you. A lot of men, a lot of us, black men and women, we look at relationships like one of these, a book. The cover, the cover is all mm -hmm. appealing, and you look, you turn up, turn over. Here's a synopsis of it, mm -hmm. but when you open it, you ain't you, you ask your your ass can't get past the first chapter. Exactly, exactly. Because you because exactly. you because you, you fell in love with the cover, because fell in love with the front part of the book because the cover looks so appealing, and then you read the back of the book, which is the synopsis, and the synopsis pretty much kind of put things in per in a certain yeah. per perspective See, easy you. well that's easy i can do that but yeah. then when you open the book <laughs> and you and you and you can't but you can't get past you but you halfway at the first chapter and can't go no further because you know fell in love with the external stuff first mm -hmm. you know you know you fell for the external but and then don't but don't give a damn about the internal just you just want to get just want to get to what's on the outside you want to get to you don't want you 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 see the rapper, but you but once you open it, you look at this ain't what this ain't how it was advertised. And some women and some men have learned how to wrap their arrogance 
narcissism, mac what's the other word? Um, their um masochism. They learn how to wrap that in such a pretty package that you won't know what hit you until you realize that you have gotten yourself in a ditch that you can't dig your way out of. Because we, we as humans are masters of disguise. Deception. We got a mask for work. We got a mask for church. We got a mask for our mom and daddy. We got a mask for, we got a mask for everything. We are perfect at being all right until we ain't. Until we ain't. Yep. And so this is it with this subject. We're gonna um, we're, we're gonna try to move on. Um, <laughs> I still didn't get to finish my notes, um, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna do a part three because I feel like it'll just be repeating um, the same it. thing over and over again. I think that um, I made myself clear on Very what I wanted so. to say that worth in a person has nothing to do with money. Nope. And um, that if you want to be a table from IKEA. You can be as sturdy or wobbly a table as you want to be, but know this you're still a table that as the table, no one sits at you long enough to do anything meaningful except to eat food that they have to shit out. That's all I'm saying. And if you don't like that analogy, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. So if you want to be the table, good for you. Tables you have now. You only at a certain time. That's then. That's that's dinner time. That's breakfast time, and that's lunch time. And nowadays, people rarely sit at the table to eat anyway. So you just ignored. So you exactly. just over there with with place settings on you with no real purpose. Exactly. So I'm gonna go because it's getting late. I don't want that phone to start ringing. Y'all know how I am about my phone call. Ah. Um, <laughs> and um. But we hope we hope and pray that everybody got something good out of this. Um, yeah, out of this um, this this podcast. I um, um I tried to do this um, without showing how tired I am, but I think it's starting to show, and you can hear it in my voice. Um, yeah. But um, in this exhaustion, I am the happiest I, I person that I can be right now. I enjoy us um, going back and forth. Um, Monica got these three little laughing emojis and that just makes me smile. It brings tears to my eyes that I can make somebody who I don't know laugh and smile, um, even though I can't see it. Um, <laughs> and it makes me happy that I can do that even in the state, I'm gonna cry, I'm sorry. Even the state that I am in. Because this came, this 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 one is not as bad as the first one. You know, I'm not gonna lose my hair or anything, but I'm exhausted. I'm I'm literally tired all the time, and um, but I'm happy, and I know that um, I'm blessed, and I know that um, somebody somewhere is getting something from this, and. Um, and not being offended by it, but but they're taking it as a lesson and not as shade throwing or 
or me trying to put people down because that's not my goal. But my goal is to tell you the truth. And the fact that we give you an open forum to give your truth back, I think is fair. Yeah. And the word that 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 Fred likes to use, it's we're on equal footing. Oh, yeah. And if you don't take advantage of that and give your opinion, then I, in my own little bit of arrogance, assume that you're in agreement. Um, so that's that's where we are with that. I um, We could still talk about this for another hour and I would be good. But my body, my mind is willing and the sadness that's in me is my body can't do what I want, what I want it to do. Sorry, I didn't want to cry today, but um, it's all right. I did what I could, and I hope that everybody got something out of this lesson. Um, and we will be back next week, um, and we'll do it over again. And hope, and I know that God will give me something to give to you, and I'm going to give it to you the best way that I can give it to you, in the only way that I can give it to you. And that's just be that's just me being me. Um, and um, and sometimes it's um, stuff comes out. I don't realize it's gonna come out. I don't know where it come from. I don't know where half the stuff that come out my mouth come from. I just it just come out. Um, and I look back at the videos and I go look at it and I go, oh my god, you're stupid. What the hell was you thinking <laughs> when you said that particular? And I I literally tell myself, you you stupid. Why would you say that? But um, I shock myself sometimes because it. It's the, it's the God in me. He's he's, he's funny, he's intelligent, he is, um, and he loves me enough to give me the gift to, to come on this and and speak to you um, in a way that I don't have to change who I am. I can cry and not feel judged, and I can laugh and I can be me. And I'm, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm saying this for a reason. Somebody. Somebody on here, um, somebody on here is um, somebody on here needs um, to hear that they are um, worth more than they think they are. Indeed. Somebody on here needs to hear that they don't have to change for whatever the big change is in your life right now, you ain't got to change for that. The mm-hmm. reason that you were chosen is because you are who you are now. You ain't got to start mm-hmm. learning no new big words. You ain't got to learn take your accent out. You ain't got to do jack. You're going to have to be you because that's how you got where you are and that's why they chose you. I don't know who the devil I'm talking to. That's it, though. But the reason that you got chosen is because you are exactly who you are, and you didn't. And and so if you change, you're not gonna be who they chose. Be you. I didn't want to come on here and didn't have my hair. I was sitting on my dreadlocks. I was sitting on them, and I didn't want to come back on here with no bald head. I didn't want to come back on here and not have no breast. Those things was beautiful. But I didn't want to come back on here without him. 
but I was dying on the inside because I was not walking in my calling and I was not being obedient and I was dying on the inside. So whoever I'm talking to, whatever promotion, whatever somebody chose you to do, whatever, whatever came out the darkness into the light, whatever somebody just asked you to do, you better do it, sis or bruh. Because they chose you because you is exactly who they wanted. Not the person with the perfect diction. Not the person with the perfect clothes. Not the person with the perfect hairdo. You. And you better walk in it. And I mean, you better put on some high heels. Even if you have to hold on to the wall because you can't walk in them. And you better step like a stallion. That's what you better do. Monica said, that's me. She said, thank you for the for this confirmation. Monica, thank you for the confirmation because now I realize I'm not talking to the air and I'm not crazy and I know what God and I can know the voice of God. You confirm that for me. See how that works? You just confirmed to me that I do hear the voice of God. You understand? Man, I got to go because y'all going to make me. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, Bobby. It really is. It's all good. God still shocks me in his moves you know why because i know me and i know how dirty i used to be i know how awful of a person i used to be and for him to use me i can't it still blows my mind and i'm going i got to go because y'all done y'all done made me cry yeah i love okay. y'all I'll, I'll take that. it home. I'll take it home, sweetheart. You good. And he gonna take it, and I got to go. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about to just take my little thing off because I, I don't know. I don't have no other words. I love you, Fred. Take it, take it on. Put my commercial on for me if you don't mind, and, let, and let's go home. I'll see y'all on next Tuesday. Uh, on next Tuesday, because my phone ringing. Y'all know how I feel about my phone call. <laughs> I'm out of here. No, I got you. I'll take it on. I'll take it home. Don't end the don't end the broadcast, but I'll take oh, no, it home. I'm not, I'm not touching that. I'm just gonna turn this camera off. All right, that's what's up. Yo, man. Um, first and foremost, we first and foremost, we thank Bobby for just being here. First of all, just being transparent with herself, being vulnerable and being exposing herself so that somebody, anybody could learn, could find out, could learn something from from what she, from what she's saying. You know, we thank her so very much. We love her, we love her to life, and we and we would and us as a us as us as a family wish the best for her, but with that be with all that being said and done, man, I, we're gonna we're gonna close we're gonna close out the take we're gonna close out the takeover tonight. Um, gonna give a couple of announcements and then we're going, huh? Then we're going home. Then we're gonna take this home. So Friday, February the eighteenth, Paige the label is gonna be taking over Trailblazers Radio at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you guys be get ready. You guys get ready for that. You guys be you guys be ready for that. Also, ep, also season two of Unpopular Opinion. That is my that's my audio podcast. That I that's my audio podcast is season two, episode one of Unpopular Opinion is is out right now. You guys can check it out on Apple Podcasts. You guys can check it out on Spotify. You guys can check it out on Google Podcasts. You guys can catch it on Cast FM. Anywhere you anywhere you take you listen to audio podcasts, it is available right now. Episode one is really really is going. Episode one's a doozy. And if you offend easy, you might not want to listen to it. Also, last but last but most certainly not least, I will I my I per I myself will be in Tampa, Florida on 
be in Tampa, Florida on fe- on February 26th. Supporting a good friend of mine, Miss Lori Aravalo, and her and and her one her wonderful nonprofit, Victory Over Violence. There's gonna be there's a there's an educational summit and an awards luncheon. I am one of the moderators along with Miss Lori and a, and a, and, a, and another individual. So we're gonna be talking to the uh, we're gonna be talking to a lot, t- talking to some people, asking some questions, man, you know, trying to put some, put some things together, find out finding out how we as advocates can be better as far as dealing with domestic violence and sexual sex trafficking and things of that nature. So. With that being said, that's going to conclude this episode of The Takeover with my sister, Bobby. Continue to follow us and like us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Also, a Patreon page is coming soon. You guys be on the the lookout. Keep your eyes and ears on Keep your eyes and ears on the ground for that. And also, we have a podcast page that is coming out soon. That is coming out very soon. And I will put that information in the I put that in that information will be made available once it once it becomes available. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for tuning in to the takeover with Bobby. And with that being said, and the three things I always like to say: number one, take care of each other. Number two, number two, be safe. Number three, love on each other. I know I said it out of order, but there's a reason why I said it said it out of order. Take care of each other crazy world out here be safe last but most certainly not least if you have if you have some if you have someone that you care about and as you let you have someone that you care about and you cherish make sure you love on them as much as possible because you never because you never because you never never know with that being said ladies and gentlemen that's going to conclude this show see you guys in the next one you guys be safe and we love you with the love we love you and there's nothing you can do about it see you My Life Has Destiny is a faith-based podcast that talks about testimonies of faith, hope, redemption, restoration, and the perseverance of ordinary people through the extraordinary power of God. Join host Quint Jones, Coco Fenton, and introducing Terrence Jackson every Monday and Thursday nights right here on Trailblazers Radio. Join Bobby for The Takeover every Tuesday night as she tackles tough subjects with her trademark humor and wit. We guarantee you'll be educated, edified, and also entertained. So join us at 8 p.m. every Tuesday night right here on Trailblazers Radio.